Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Social Circus. I am your host, Sarah, and today I am excited to be joined by Jenny Cole. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Sarah. So great to have you on here today. I'm very excited to talk to you um, about a topic that's quite dear to my heart and I wish it was dearer to other women more, and that's leadership. Yes, well, it's very dear to my heart, so we're going to talk a lot about it, hopefully. (laughs) Brilliant. So, Jenny, if people haven't met you before, tell us a little bit about um, your journey into being an entrepreneur um, and what it is that you do now. Okay, so I started my career as a teacher aide while I was studying to be a teacher and I was a special education teacher and I fell into leadership quite early when my I was teaching in a country school and my principal at the time was uh, writing blank checks and he was told that he didn't have a job and all of a sudden I had his so I was a yeah so I was a principal really early really wow And then did a variety of things. I was a visiting teacher and visited schools all across the state and various other roles. And then I found myself in a beautiful little school in the hills and I loved working there. But I got a bit bored. I get bored quite easily and ended up in a very complex special school in the city which I managed to kind of sit out for about seven years. And, and But a whole variety of things came to to fruition and I became overwhelmed and exhausted and had a kind of little nervous breakdown spiritual awakening and I literally walked in one day and said I'm not coming back tomorrow and that was a bit of a joke at the time um, but I never went back and so yeah jokingly say I found myself on the kitchen floor in the fetal position going how am I going to pay my mortgage I just built a beautiful new house and I I just knew I couldn't go back I just was that was it and so I decided to start my own company because because that's what you do when you don't have any money and I (laughs) I used to (laughs) I used to consult back to the education department on a variety of things but what I really got fascinated with was how come I crashed and burned and there were other people who could manage to lead successfully and happily for years at a time so I became fascinated with leadership and so I'm now a leadership coach and I run leadership development courses particularly for people in education but but others as well so that's kind of how I got here. Amazing journey thank you so much for sharing so honestly I think that I am excited to see more people talking about mental health these days than we ever had. And I imagine for you at that time, that wasn't an easy conversation to have. Um, And it's wonderful that from that really dark period came what can only be described as an amazing business. So you kind of have two businesses, don't you? But one is really your baby. So let's talk about, (laughs) let's talk about that one. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And that's the one where I focus on women um, particularly women in education and and about making sure that you can not only survive in your very busy world but um, but thrive as well. Wonderful. Amazing. So with with leadership and and so I've known Jenny for a couple of years and worked we've worked with each other. 
And um, I have to say, as a business owner, like an entrepreneur, and I'm a kind of a solopreneur, I work with my husband, but he doesn't take orders, to be honest. And I've got like my, you know, I've got a virtual team and things like that. But I'm not really a manager and I don't have staff. And so when I first met you, I was like, oh, this woman's amazing, but I'm an entrepreneur and I don't really need to understand leadership. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make you cringe? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, no, well, even, even women who are in formal leadership roles refuse to almost call themselves leaders. Um, I think it's a leftover from, well, that attitude's a leftover from a leader should be a bloke in a suit. I call it a one man and a megaphone. We kind of assume that leadership is a guy out the front or someone very powerful in their, their black suit telling people what to do. But um, the women in business, you lead your business, you lead your family quite often. Um, you're the one making decisions, setting directions, making sure you're heading in the right place um and that's that's leadership and and even in the formal leadership courses that I run we start with self-leadership we start with confidence and understanding what motivates us and all of those sorts of things and if you're a business owner you know that you've got to get up in the morning and make decisions and set direction and tick things off and that's leadership it's, I don't know how everyone who's listening felt when they heard that, but I, I still feel uncomfortable. <laughs> if I'm really honest, I'm kind of like, oh gosh, am I a leader? I don't know. And I want to kind of circle back because you used a phrase that I think many people will not have heard before, and that's this self-leadership. Can you talk, tell me a little bit more about that? Because I think us as business owners, that's a huge part of what we do. So my favourite um, definition of leadership is from my um my mate, Brené Brown, she's not my mate, <laughs> but I've listened to her almost everything she's ever done. Your, your friends with her, she just doesn't know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I listen to her podcast in the shower and I often wonder if she realised how many times she's showered with me. Um, <laughs> and her definition is a leader is anyone who can find potential in people and processes. And so wow. that's, that's kind of the definition of an entrepreneur too. But self-leadership is understanding our own style, understanding what motivates us. It's things like emotional intelligence. Um, it's things like, um, well, it's confidence, which is a real issue for women um, for all sorts of reasons. Absolutely. And being able to just be okay with yourself so that you can ask for money in business. And in fact, that was the advice that someone told me when I first went into business. If you're not okay to ask people for money, then don't go into business. But that's self-leadership. That's the confidence to say I'm worth this per hour or my, the thing that I make is worth this amount of money. Amazing. So <laughs> being okay with yourself is, is the first part to leading, whether or not you think you are or not. Yeah, and that's... It's so insightful because I, I I genuinely feel most of us who run a business um, hear things about leadership and have, it just doesn't even, it just, I know it just washes over me because I have such a low awareness of what mm. I, what role I sit in in my business and hearing you speak, I'm like, oh, absolutely. I'm a leader. I lead my family and I lead my business and I lead my clients as well because my job with my clients is to see the potential in them. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. And so I'm, I'm pretty much being a leader all day, every day with no awareness and recognition. So is that quite common for us women? Yeah. 
Absolutely, because we are givers. Um, most of us are much, much happier um, building other people up, um, building capacity, seeing potential. But all of that could easily be seen as leadership competency. So it's really, it's not, and it doesn't matter what you call yourself. It's just that, um, well, again, it comes back to confidence. A lot of women just are so good at providing for others. And when it comes to themselves, they go, oh, no, I can't. I'm not ready yet. I don't know enough yet. I'm not worthy yet. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too whatever. I'm just a, I'm just a mum or I'm just a, you know, I just make macrame. Um, and all of that mindset stuff, all of that self-talk gets in the way of us, whether it's leading or successfully running our business, um, well, it can get in the way. And, and a lot of that is things that we've, those mindsets are things that we've been taught by our culture, but also that we reinforce for our, for ourselves. Um, oh, I'm super, I'm super good at that. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. And I, I come from a very strong um, family of strong female role models and I'm still not great at acknowledging my own leadership and um, I think it's we often sell ourselves short and um, I think as women entrepreneurs it would be nice if we could step a bit more comfortably into that because a few of the points that you've touched on in talking about confidence and asking for money and starting before you're ready and stepping out and saying I am an expert and I can do this mm. um, those actually hold us back in our business. If we don't do those things, if we don't step into our leadership traits, we actually, it holds us back, doesn't it? Sure does. And so I, I teach a lot about confidence and, and confidence is really just the ability to turn your thoughts into action. And as women, we second guess ourselves um, quite a lot. And so just know, and, and it's, it's not our fault. Our brain has a whole bigger part of it than men have that it is designed to worry. It's designed to keep people safe. It's designed to keep your kids safe. It's designed to make sure that the old people don't wander away and die in the bushes. You know, this is a this is a part of our brain that's been there for years and years and years, but we don't need that anymore. And so it's understanding that when we second guess ourselves and when we go, oh, no, I won't ask for that or I'm not ready for that or I'll just go to another course, that's our brain trying to keep us safe, which was great when we lived around a campfire in tents, but we don't anymore. So we have to kind of turn that part of our brain off and go, no, right here, right now, I'm not in any trouble. And the best thing that I can do for my confidence is take forward action just to do something, you know, um, and that doesn't mean enroll in a course. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm the master of those. Serious <laughs> procrastinators with education. It means actually doing something, ringing that supplier. It means taking that order. It means following it up with some, following up with some lead that you've got. Um, yeah, that's such great advice. And um, I want to kind of share because um, I'm a great action taker. I'm like, I'm going to do this and let's do it. And in my head, everything is telling me that I can't do it. And I'm like. If this was a client that I was coaching, I would tell them to do it and just step forward. And so I constantly take action. And in my head, I'm often so doubting myself um, and I make myself take it anyway. And um, I don't know what's led me to that path because I would have thought my mind would have caught up with me by now. Does it ever? <laughs> no, no. But what you've done is realise that you've not 
died by taking <laughs> imperfect action. It, it will never get, you know, sometimes it, you, you take action and it's not right, but, you know, uh, you know, it's a, it's, you learn from it. And so we do it again. Um, whereas a lot of perfectionists are waiting for everything to be right so that when they actually do take action and it, and it fails for whatever reason, they go, see, told you. And it actually stops them from taking any more risks. So noticing that voice in your head that says I can't or don't or what are they going to think about me, take action anyway, learn mm. from it and keep moving forward rather than waiting for everything to be perfect so that when you do put your product or your course or your um, product out into the world um, and people don't like them, it's not a complete failure. It just, yeah. So waiting too long to take action is a real problem. Taking action, even though you're doubting yourself, is absolutely perfect. It's the way oh, to do it. Thank you. It is, um, and it's funny because I'm certain that people would look at me and think I'm very confident um, and um, it's all a ruse. <laughs> <laughs> it is for all of us. It is for you know, all of us. <laughs> okay, I, um, I constantly second guess, do I know enough to be teaching this? That's my favourite thing to lie awake and um, ask myself. <laughs> And, and if you could see me on yeah. paper, I've got, so I'm 25 years into marketing, 11 into digital with three degrees. Um, I'm not sure what else I need to be an expert, probably another course. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And again, that's Brene Brown. I am enough right here, right now. I'm enough. I'm absolutely worthy of everything and I don't need to know more. I just need to do more. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so juicy. Jenny, you're dropping out some absolute little gems for the listeners so I am enough and just to take imperfect action I love that fantastic so um, I'm kind of mindful of time and, and try not to talk too long but um, I guess what I, I would love my viewers to have something that they could practice for their confidence um, because we're all practicing um, and moving forward um, what's some little um, bits of advice that you could help us to slowly chip away at the big monster that is our self-doubt <laughs> uh i think you kind of referred to it it's those voices in our head so our, the voices in our head are telling us stories that say uh, what would they you know what would you know who do you think you are whatever they are we all have our own our own voices and they often come from our childhood i like giving my voice a name and saying, mine's called Mary. Mary is my mum, who I love very much, but she can be very critical. So when I hear a voice go around in my head that says, who do you think you are? You can't do this. I imagine Mary on my shoulder and I say, mum, I've got it. I've got this all under control. One of my clients calls her voice Petunia because Petunia is pathetic and she, so she turns to Petunia and says, I know you're trying to keep me safe, Petunia, but you're just pathetic. Oh and it feels, it feels odd, but talking to yourself and having an argument with the voices in your head actually makes you realise which one's in charge, the logical you, not, not the one that's trying to trip you up. So wow. give the voice in your head a name and tell her to get lost. 
<laughs> oh, I love, I love that idea. I've heard that before and I've forgotten that. And I'm where you were talking, I was trying to remember what voice I'd given mine. And I'm like you, I have a, um, a wonderful, strong mother, but she also has a very strong voice in my head. Mm. And when she speaks, I'm certain that my mum would never say those things to me now. She's no. very no. supportive and very proud no. of me. But as a child, she pushed me very hard. And so that voice, um, can't you do better? is my constant my my mum in my head (laughs) yes 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 there's somebody else who's written uh Janine Garner has written a book called Brilliance and she calls hers that the voice that sits on her shoulder is an orangutan called Mabel and I love that (laughs) she says um Mabel this is not a job for an orangutan and I love that (laughs) so she's not only given it a name but she's completely changed its identity (laughs) so it makes it even less powerful because um, it kind of ref- the idea of a orangutan comes back to a concept that I love hearing is those it's mind monkeys, yeah, yes. um, and they are monkeys because they're just misbehaving and and making a run amuck of things. And I, I love that idea. So for everyone that's listening, I will make sure I reference um, a couple of Brene Brown books in there because I know that Jenny and I are both big fans, and that other book you've just mentioned. But Jenny, I know that people. Um, would love to connect with you and we haven't given your amazing group a plug yet (laughs) okay so I have a number of social media handles but the place that I love to hang out is wildly wonderful women positively beaming for wildly wonderful women it's a Facebook group and I get up every morning and I post something inspirational or funny or affirming and it's just a good way to start the day um, with a smile on your face Oh, I do love your group. And um, I have to say, I've got notifications turned on, which I would say you're one of the three groups that I have that simply oh, because wow. um, I, I really enjoy starting my day with that positive message that you share. And I also like the fact, of, which is completely contradicts my own group. You don't ask much of me. <laughs> no. So it's a really no cool thing. place to hang out. <laughs> you don't have to respond. You just get a daily, daily dose of joy. Oh, thank you so much, Jenny. Um, I hope that you, I'm certain my listeners have got lots of good little nuggets from um, today's interview. And I am so grateful that you have spared some of your very valuable time to talk to me. And I hope that for all of you women that are listening, you have paid attention today. And if you have felt a little bit uncomfortable, that's a great thing. And you take on some of Jenny's wise words um, that how we can step into our leadership and be more comfortable with that. So thank you, Jenny, for your time. I am very grateful. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Social Circus. As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.